Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Speaking of being clear and being careful in your rulings, um, some of my colleagues have, I think, given um, not a necessarily true view of your whole record, because when it comes to your rulings being upheld, the numbers show that out of over 550 cases, um, your district court cases, you were reversed less than 3% of the time. Uh, and in some of the instances, you were reversed only to have your decision later upheld. Oh, wait a minute. Let me, <laughs> wait a minute. So in some cases, you were reversed, and then those reverses were uh, were dealt with. Hey, Senator Amy Kovachar is with us, and welcome back to the Madison Show. Uh, you know, Thanks, usually, the, uh, usually the Senate, and you know, good morning, there's, there's this decorum that exists, uh, you know, the gentle lady from, <laughs> from Minnesota, the gentleman from wherever. Um, it seems like that was thrown out the window yesterday. Agree or disagree? I agree, and it was thrown out in a very visceral way with attacks that just weren't true. When you look at the facts, and you could see me doing that there, the things that they were doing to her, um, you have to look at the facts. And Cory Booker did a beautiful job of recapturing the joy of the moment last night, and that's a big piece of this because she will leave that room and that hearing room, and she will go on to the Supreme Court with her head held high with her beautiful family with her. But in the end, I still think it's important to get the facts out there. And in fact, when you look at all her opinions, she was reversed less than 3% of the time. And one of the more interesting ones is she was reversed by the D.C. Court of Appeal once, and then the U.S. Supreme Court unanimously, in an opinion by Clarence Thomas, upheld her original opinion. Wow. So there were so many examples. There were so many examples of that. I felt it was important to talk about that, as well as obviously the issue at hand were uh, not all of my Republican colleagues. And I think it's important to know that they didn't all act like Ted Cruz or Josh Hawley or Tom Cotton. The point is the ones that were focusing on the child porn cases. The yeah. issue is that so many other judges, two thirds of the judges have at times downward departed within the guidelines on those cases. They have done that uh, because of the fact uh, that that law um, most likely needs to be looked at again. And there were a lot of judges talking about it. So they used that thing against her when in every instance she'd given prison time, every single instance. Now, Senator Kovachar, so what you're saying is that that it would it's up to the uh, the Congress to adjust the law that they and sentencing that they were criticizing her about. Is that, is that what I should understand? Um, yes. And then also, I think the other way to look at this, and of course, I, I know what this is like because I was a prosecutor, as you right. know, Joe. And I, I, I didn't just have a 1,000 opinions. I had 500 employees. I had about 100,000 cases. <laughs> so wow. what happens, and I think it's important to look at what policies do have people in place. What results do they get? What is it? Because you can look at a case, and as happened with the judge yesterday, you know, I thought she did an amazing job at remembering the facts and going back at it, but she can't go through every fact. Some of that stuff is confidential. It's classified in a Senate uh, sense. Right. Um, you can't put it out there to explain your decision. 
And you have this woman that has the endorsement of the largest police organization in the country, as well as the fact that she was a federal public defender, as well as the fact that her brother was in the military and a police officer, and that her uncle was the police chief of Miami. I don't know what more creds you need to show that you understand all sides of the criminal justice system. Do you, because uh, I'll go back to something you pointed out, that n- not all the Republicans on the Senate Judiciary Committee performed the way that a, a few did. Uh, do you believe mm-hmm. Do you believe she will get Republican votes uh, on this, wait a minute, number one, on the Judiciary Committee, and then a, on the full Senate? I believe she's going to get Republican votes. I am not certain if they will be on that committee. They haven't all declared. I think you know where some of them are. Um, You know, for instance, Senator Graham did vote for her before, but he started this whole proceeding by wanting another qualified judge, Judge Child, because she was from from his home state of South Carolina. And so he clearly is uh, not happy with that decision. That's that's a Minnesota euphemism. Um, And... So he has used that and has emphasized that in, in appearing to not be supporting her for this job, even though he just supported her uh, for a very high office, the Court of Appeals, D.C. Court of Appeals, very recently. On the other hand, you have other senators like Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, who issued positive statements over the last few months who have, in fact, voted for her before several times. You have positive statements coming from some other senators who maybe didn't vote for her before, but didn't know her before. Um, so I don't rule that out at all. And certainly the way she's handled these hearings as a pillar of strength, the fact that she has more experience as a judge going into the Supreme Court uh, than four of the current justices had when they were nominated. She has more trial experience than anyone except Sonia Sotomayor in terms of um, actual judicial trials. So she's got a lot of experience and, of course, uh, incredible demeanor, incredible kindness um, that was really came through um, during those those proceedings. Hey, could you explain for, for us on our audience, why is trial experience uh, important, uh, especially when the majority of, of of associate justices don't have trial experience. Well, that's a great question because first I want you to picture the Supreme Court room, right? The nine of them, they just sit there together and they each give their thoughts on a case. And they start with the most senior one, they go down to the most junior one. That's how they've always done it. So if you don't have someone in the room where it happens, right, someone that doesn't understand what it's like to have a criminal trial and what a prosecutor might say good or bad or a defense lawyer might say good or bad or how what it means when a witness testifies, then you don't have that perspective. It's not just how you yourself will vote. It's a perspective that you share with the other justices on the court. And to think we've never had a public defender in the room where it happens. And you know what they say, if you are, are not in the room, you're on the menu, okay? So if you're not there, if you're not part of it, if you're not um, a, a person that can engage in the discussion, you don't have that perspective. So that's what mm-hmm. I think it's so important that, that she is in that room. And that's why the trial experience of getting how that works with witnesses and 
and objections and everything else in a real world way. And she not only has the real world experience of that, she also obviously came from parents who were teachers who one helped the other get through law school, who went to segregated primary schools. Um, She's got a whole perspective that no one else on that court right now has. All right. Finally, and again, thank you so much taking the time. What's going to happen today? Because I, I, the questionings are are done. Uh, the is it the vote will take place today? And and am I right that before the <laughs> the vote, each senator will have statement to make? Uh, Darima and Joe. No, the vote won't be today. Oh, it won't <laughs> be of those. No, those. No, I, I meant the vote on the committee. So, the no, judiciary. I know what they're going to oh, do okay. today. What we're going to yeah. do today. No, no, no. We're going to have more hearings, but she doesn't oh. have to be there. This oh. is where you have witnesses for people who are for her and against her. I feel like, and I know that uh, the head of the Black Caucus, Joyce Beatty, I'm looking forward to hearing from her. There's, you're going to hear from the Bar Association, and they are going to talk about. Um, how she has the best rating you can have as they looked at her credentials, talked to people who practiced before her. So that's what you're going to hear today. Then we have the committee hearing um, in which we will have the votes uh, in the coming week, and then it goes to the Senate floor. And Senator Durbin has set the goal of getting her actually through the Senate. But remember, she doesn't have to go through the House. So she just has to go through the Senate to get confirmed. That's all she has to do. And the goal is to do that would be two weeks from Friday uh, before the Easter recess, right? Two weeks from Friday. So you're right. It's going to happen soon. It's just not going to happen today because we have to have the committee vote. And then we've mm. got to have that vote on the floor. And I look forward to talking with you again through this uh, process. Thank you. It is is something. All right. Now, so I got it. So people today... So there'll be witnesses for and against talking. Okay, mm-hmm. that'll happen. And and I assume senators yeah. will be able to ask them questions or make comments. Yep. Okay, gotcha. Exactly. Then, and then after that, then the, the Judiciary Committee will vote. It may or may not be along partisan lines. We don't know yet, but that's the next mm-hmm. thing. Then, then and, and she'll be, com- you're confident she'll get the votes because the numbers are there. Uh, from we, the we, yes, committee. I am yeah. confident, but yeah. it doesn't mean that they won't continue to lob attacks at her over the next few weeks, uh, just to you. be very clear, because right, they now, won't do it in the hearing room, but they'll do it on TV and they'll yes. do all, who knows what they'll do. <laughs> right. Now, okay. what if, I always ask this question because I try to mobilize my audience. I know you guys maneuver. I had Nancy Pelosi say that at the Emmett Till uh, 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 enrollment ceremony I participated in. She says, but, you know, we on Congress, we maneuver. But mobilization is what really moves us. So what should my audience be doing between now and then? Well, I think it is. Remember, the thing that is at stake here is the Senate. So it is contacting members of the Senate, calling, yeah. emailing, and the like, you know, starting with uh, your own hometown senators, even if you think that there's not a possibility, think about if all the calls that came in were against her. That's bad. And it doesn't reflect at all where the public is. Public opinion poll after public opinion poll shows that people want this judge on the court. It's really quite overwhelming. And so if you don't call in, even if you think your guy's a total loss, I say guy because there's a lot of guys in the Senate, um, 
But if you don't call in, then you're not even reflecting where the people are. You're being silent. So I think people just calling in and telling their U.S. senators, everyone has two of them, where they stand that they think she should be confirmed uh, is a good thing. And right. emailing, you know, anything yeah. else you can do, yeah. going, you know, tweeting, texting, um, uh, going, posting on Instagram, whatever you want to do. I think all of that makes a difference because remember, even if they're not going to vote for her, uh, it is important that it's this is no longer a minority. The majority of the people in this country want to confirm. So you are in good numbers, but that member will never know it if you don't tell them. Got you. Thank you for coming on. We will be in touch as this process. And thank you for uh, explaining it and going step by step because that's that's what we have to do. We have to educate the general public how this right. works. Right. And yeah, so the day you. to start doing it is today, right? The right. hearing is pretty much ending um, because this, this particular day doesn't really make as much difference, even though it's important to hear from people on both sides. I will tell you, end with one amusing story, Joe. Yes. When Sotomayor was up, I got to chair that hearing of that last day when the nominee mm-hmm. wasn't there. And my husband joked that it went from C-SPAN 1 to C-SPAN 2 to C-SPAN 3. But in <laughs> any case, I was very proud of myself chairing. And I am asked one of her grade school classmates who was testifying because he also was a civil rights leader, what was she like in grade school? And he uh-huh. said she was judicious. She was judicious. (laughs) In grade school. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So that's what I mean. It's kind of like both sides speak, and I have found it to be interesting, but I don't think it's going to be the big game changer that you saw in the last two days with her incredible spirit and her strength that swayed the American people and then the completely unwarranted attacks on her character. Everyone saw that. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be back in touch. Thank you. All right, Senator Kovachov from Minnesota. So you heard what she said and what I I said that at the first when we first opened the show. I don't care if you you know what what the politics of your senator is. If you think she should be confirmed, I mean, even if you're in Texas and and you you don't know and you know Cruz is not going to support, call them anyway. They need to hear from. They need to hear. Yeah, all right. I'm on. They need to have you on record, all right? Um, I, I know I skipped our history, and I'm going to move on because people have been, and I thank all of you for holding. Um, Holly Berry uh, became the first black woman on this day to receive an Academy Award for Best Actress. That was her performance in the movie Monsters Ball. And remember in her speech, she said, uh, well, play it, Daryl. Her, her, uh, this is her speech after her, her acceptance speech, and then I'll get right to the phones. This moment is so much bigger than me. This moment is for Dorothy Dandridge, Lena Horne, Diane Carroll. It's for the women that stand beside me. Jada Pinkett, Angela Bassett, Vivica Fox, and it's for every nameless, faceless woman of color that now has a chance because this door tonight has been opened. That is so appropriate because that could, that applies to the fearless KBJ. That door has been opened. 
and it won't be shut. She's the first, but you know what? She won't be the last. What did you have? Remember the caller in the last hour said, my young granddaughter was watching the TV, listening to the debate in our household, and she looked up and said, Grandma, I want to be like her. Let's go to the phones. Gwen from Georgia. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Madison and Chief. I watched a sorry excuse for a confirmation hearing. The ultimate disrespect. But these hearings have revealed something to me. They showed me just how threatened these boys on that home ec spot are. So threatened by a strong, educated, beautiful black women, no matter their hue. Starting with Vice President Kamala Harris to now yep. Judge Katanji Brown Jackson. Yep. From yep. trying to denigrate her, they expose their inequity. Yeah, trying. And I applaud Judge Brown Jackson for, to, for having to sit and endure that foolishness. But what a testament to her fortitude. And I echo your sentiment, Mr. Madison. Vote. Yep. That's our answer to this That's crap. That's the answer. That's the answer to That's this it. crap. That's it. No, I and, mean, you know, you. that is it. Because we can talk until we're, till look, as the folks in the country say, till the cows come home. <laughs> you know, now, you city folks don't know what that means. I had a football coach <laughs> we, who once said when we'd be, when we'd be messing up, and and we'd have to run the play over and over and over again. Coach Wallace, he was just a good old country boy. I'm going to have y'all out here until the cows come home. We didn't know anything about cows or coming home. That, that, that would be, they come until that, because that's late at night. That's when they come home to eat, come back to the barn to eat. You're going to be out here running sprints until the cows come home. Um, <laughs> um, and, and you know what, that, 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 here's, that door will not never be closed again, but you know what you said it, this is mobilization, I, you know, members of Congress, I, and again, I, you know, I understand they can, they can help with laws and, and they certainly encourage people to vote, but the mobilization is up to you, me, our organizations. We exactly. have to mobilize. We have to mobilize. And now, and, and I'll say it and I'll keep saying it. Now is the time to, to start. The other thing, I'll go back to what I proposed yesterday. And this is for the Sirius XM people. Because we're trying to figure out, okay, how do we, encourage voting how do we encourage voting and i said you need we need to establish what was it a countdown clock 
to November 8th. Everybody knows what a countdown clock is. And we ought to put that, that create a countdown clock. You have these X number of days till November 8th, which is the national election, federal day. And, and, and put it on all our platforms. Put it on all our platforms to remind people we don't have a lot of time to waste because you're going to look up and it's going to be September and it's going to be October. And that's and I'm going to tell you something. You don't want to start then. Thanks for your call and your comments. one 801 Oh, I, you know, I went back into the uh, office there and I said, you know, I was talking about cultural conditioning. What you are seeing these Republicans on the Judiciary Committee do, and I've said this, and you've heard me say this, what is defining cultural conditioning? In America, we are culturally conditioned to believe that white is superior, black is inferior, and that the manifestation of cultural conditioning is that this is an attempt, and the media is the messenger primarily, to undervalue, underestimate, and marginalize us. Let me repeat. to under, And that's what they did. Undervalue her education. Undervalue her accomplishments. Underestimate her ability to be a jurist on the, on the Supreme Court. And in doing so, just marginalized her or attempted to marginalize her. That's why they don't want to teach black history. So when, and, 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 and I always keep this in uh, of this page in, when I give speeches. See, this is why they don't want to teach black history. Why? Black history teaches us how to stand up when you're told to sit down. Black history teaches us how to speak out when we're told to be silent. Black history teaches us how to march forward when people tell us to step back. And most important of all, black history teaches us to persevere when the road gets rough. That's why they don't want black history taught to the phones. William from Maryland, 8 after the hour. You're on with Madison here on Sirius XM, Urban View, Channel 126. Everything is going on. Um, Like you always say, what are we going to do about it? This should be should be able to, people should stand up now, want to get involved in politics, want to run for office, so we can even the playing field. And thank God for Cory Booker because Cory Booker came along and say, "Lean on me, I got you, sister. I know you've been through the storm, but the storm is almost over. Stay calm and fight this race." And she, she did that. Judge Brown did exactly what she was supposed to do. She didn't argue. She didn't fight. She remained calm. And that young lady, Stacy, I don't know who in the world she is, but God knows I would never want her to represent me for anything. David from Delaware. Go ahead, David. About st- Go ahead. 
Good morning, Joe. Uh, two points. One is it, it's sickening to watch and listen to these questions that they're asking this intelligent woman about babies being racist. It's just, it's just sickening. And my second point, I, I just want to know that the, the video clip you keep sharing with the Stacy. What's her last name? I'd like to do some research on her. What, isn't it Stacy Williams? Oh, she's on. I. Huh? Stacy Washington. Washington. She's Stacy Washington. Washington. I, I must tell you, I've never, I, I must t- admit, I've never heard of her. She apparently is on um, Sirius, one of the channels on Sirius XM. And as I always say about Sirius XM, Sirius XM is like an audio bookstore. Uh, there's all kinds of right. sections. There's Urban View. There's Patriot. There's um, Progress. See, I, I honestly am the person, I, I have been proposing this, and I'm going to keep proposing it, that, you know, we should change our channel from Urban View to The Power. I mean, really. That would be a good is, change. No, it would be a good change. You know, one channel yep. is Patriots. That's your right-wingers. One channel is Progress, so that's, the, you know, the other side. Hell, we're about power. I, you know, I'm going to tell you, see, I know how the, I, I didn't like the change when it took place, but that is not my job. Because, like I said, right. I'm not going to change what I do. You can call. I don't give a damn right. if you call it Rosebud. Uh, but 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 real quick, yeah. please. Yes. Um, the, that patriot, I think we need to find another word for true patriots because they have ruined the definition of a patriot. Yes, they have. Evelyn, Tex- uh, where are we? Evelyn from Texas, another first-time caller. Hallelujah. Go ahead, Evelyn. Hi. Good morning. Good, good, mo- good morning, Mr. Madison. Good morning, team. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Mr. Madison. I listen to you every morning. Now, please excuse me. I'm a bit nervous, but Mr. Madison, I listened. I sat both days from morning to the evening. And Mr. Madison, the judge was awesome. She was just so eloquent, so intelligent. I was so proud of her, so proud of her. Mr. Madison, some of the questions that people are speaking of this morning with regards to her saying woman and not knowing what a woman is. She absolutely knows what a woman is. However, she had to answer as she explained to them. She had, she could (laughs) not answer the way they wanted her her to answer answer. because of the process that she's going through at the moment. She could answer any question they, they ask her, but she could not at the time, but she explained to them each time, Mr. Madison, those men, Mr. Graham, Mr. Legacy, Mr. Cruz, Mr. There were about six hit men that were there really tr- just working so hard to upset her, to do anything they could to rattle her cage. She sat there, Mr. Madison. She sat there and she listened and she then said, thank you, Thank you, Senator. Thank you. She went through the entire process so eloquently that I cried with her. I felt for her. I shouted with her. Mr. Madison, all those folks that are saying the things that they're saying that are negative are wrong. They need to stop 
Go back and pay attention. This woman deserves every star that the Lord will give her. She was wonderful, Mr. Madison. She was so awesome. And Mr. Cory Booker, Mr. Cory Booker hugged her each time I needed him to hug her. Mr. Madison, Mr. Cory Booker made, I mean, I cried. I cried and cried each time because, Mr. Madison, there should be nothing said negative about this woman. Not a thing, nothing, 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 Mr. Madison. Evelyn? Yes, I Mr. don't Madison. know why you. Uh, let me say this. I do not know why you said I'm nervous <laughs> because I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. It's true. You you just spoke truth to power. And by the way, let me. I listen with third ear. You know the first thing she said. Everybody, I sat and I watched from morning to night. I watched it. That's what she said. So this isn't somebody. That, you know, she and Evelyn, you, you, you're right. You're absolutely one. Because I did the same thing. I said, what? But I, I know what they're trying to do. I know what. And by the way, I, I will simplify it. Don't let those people. And I'm and I, I, I'm hesitant to put a dollar in the cuss jar. But now you all know why I got one. <laughs> now, you know why I got one? Because sometimes yes, you just sir. got to be authentic. Yes, you know, sir. sometimes yes. you got to be authentic. And and I and, and and but let me tell you something. Don't let them steal your joy. I will not. Absolutely not. Yes, Thank sir. you. Now you know what Cory Booker meant when he said, "No, you're not going to steal my joy." See, what you're hearing on, on Urban View, which should be the power, what you're hearing, I'm going to keep bringing that up, but what you hear, I mean, it only makes sense, progress, patriot, power. But what, what, what you're hearing from this audience is authenticity. We know the judge, or they like what he likes to say, the KBJs. That's right. Reduce it to KBJ. That's fine with me. That's fine with me. I ought to get it tattooed on my arm. You know, but no, no. Look, we know the, the, the KBJs in our community. We've educated the KBJs in our community. We've, we've, we've told the KGB in our community, the road's going to be rough, but persevere. That's what we've taught. Look, that's what my parents and grandparents taught me. Joe, yeah, the road's going to be rough. But you know what? Persevere. Well, and, and by the way, black history will teach you, will show you examples of how people struggled more than you've struggled. And they persevered. If they can, you can too. And that's what she's doing. Go ahead, listen. Throw these uh, these arrows and spears at me. Go ahead. And she just sat there and deflected. You know, this Stacey Washington. Oh, she should have come out with her sword and her shield. And She did come out with her sword and shield. And every freaking arrow that they, they flew, that they uh, 
that they flew at her. She took that shield and deflected. Boop. Deflected. Boop. Is this still? Hey, wait a minute. Is this the best? Wait a minute. This is what I kept thinking. Is that the best y'all got? You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.